We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, coming at you guys from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Man, it is nice to be on air. The old man's looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, you, you didn't announce the other guest. <laughs> we have another guest in studio today, the PS5. It's uh, it's chilling in studio today because I have a Madden draft that I have to do. You don't have to do it. I do have to do it. No, you don't. I mean, I could let it go, but like if the computer drafts for me, it's a wrap. And I'm in this league with a bunch of pro wrestlers. This is actually a boxing show, but in, with a bunch of pro wrestlers. And Swerve Strickland from AEW's won the league like three years in a row. I must stop him, Dre. You see him on television. You know the heel he is. Yeah. He climbed into a man's house this past week. He did. He's worse on Madden. I got to stop his reign of terror. I don't think this draft is going to do it. Are you down? I went to the Super Bowl. He beat me by three. This draft can change everything. I doubt it. That's why I can't miss it. I had to hook it up in the studio. Update is still not working correctly for me, <laughs> but it took like 30 minutes to try to figure oh this out. God. We will try it again in our next break. We won't be trying time. anything. You, sir, will I'll be keep trying. everyone posted on our next show. If I was able to get this thing working and if I can inch closer to beating Swerve. But outside of that, today is boxing and the big thing in the boxing world, Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou, going down this weekend from Saudi Arabia. Abu Dhabi? Yes. I'm not sure. Riyadh, I'm not sure. Saudi Arabia, not Abu Saudi. Dhabi. Abu okay. Dhabi was with the UFC. UFC. In the desert. We've we've covered this already. Well, if you answer that and you have a document, <laughs> you're also wrong. They may, also, they stopped the fight. As we start this show, we spent all that time talking about John Jones for the MMA show. This motherfucker went and got hurt. 30 minutes we spent on John we Jones. We spent all that show. time. And as soon as we left, I get home. I'm looking at my phone. I see Dana White. What's up, everybody? It's Dana White. <laughs> and then there's the video. And I'm like, it's John Jones. And they show him get hurt. I've never seen this before. I've no. never seen them show footage of somebody get injured. Me either. And they were like, ah, oh, eight months. And they were like, fuck Stipe. We're going to do an interim title fight, which I, I, I get it. Do you think Stipe is like, fuck it. I don't want to do this. Like, it's John or no one. Yeah, but the guy hasn't fought in like two why, years now. Why would you want to fight Aspinall or Pavlovich? If you're Steve Miocic, you want to fight John Jones. So Steve is retired 
unless he fights John Jones. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, he has. I know he has zero interest in fighting Aspinall. But I don't understand. What I don't understand is why is this an interim title fight? And I know this is a boxing show. But sorry, why is it an interim title fight? Because if John fights Stipe, that's the title, right? So what do you do? And it's the co-main, so you don't need a title, right? Because unless you truly believe that there is a a distinct possibility that John or Stipe don't fight next year for whatever reason. That's the only thing I can think of. Or you're worried about Stipe fighting and then say, well, John, if you're going to fight and you want to be champion, you got to fight one of these guys, which he's not going to want to do. No. I, I didn't understand the interim thing. Um, but I figured they'll do John Stipe next year at International Fight Week. I figure that's when it'll happen. They say eight months. Time? Yeah, eight months from now. John will probably try to recover quick and it'll be July and that's when I figure it'll happen. But I was like, damn, we spent all that time talking about John Jones being the best fighter in the world, which hasn't changed. No. But... Now he's out. Now he's out for eight months. It may change our pound for pound rankings debate. Not me. The man's gone. He's sidelined. He's. I mean, Islam wins again. Against who? It don't matter. Charles. Again, I say I don't care who Islam beats. Gaethje. Nope. (laughs) As long as John Jones breathes oxygen and is an active fighter in the UFC, he'll always be the number one pound for pound fighter until he loses. I mean, that's fair. It's just man's injured again. Again, what was he injured before? Well, I guess he wasn't. No, nah, he was just make, waiting to make his heavyweight debut. Yes. Suspended several times. Like I, what he did to Cyril Gunn just happened. It just happened. Yeah. So I mean, we've seen people out longer. Yeah. So I that whole, oh, you know, he's he's out. So Islam is now the number one. No, he's not. Because he's still not better than John Jones. It's tough. So there's that. It's tough. It's not tough. It's easy. <laughs> Show me somebody. Like when Floyd Mayweather was inactive, was there anybody better than him because he was inactive? No. no. But I'm okay with taking someone out of the rankings, putting them back in the rankings. Nah. Do what you got to do. Not for eight months. If he was gone for 18 months, sure. Eight months? No. There's fighters that don't fight for that long, just in general. Yeah. I mean, it'll leave him shell for 14. Like Israel the Science just said he's not coming back. He's still in the pound for pound rankings. Okay. He says that he could fight tomorrow. He could. We'll see. Yeah. We know John ain't fighting. He's out. Outside of that, in the world of boxing, the spotlight is on Tyson Fury this weekend. And if it wasn't before, and he said this the entire time, it really is now. All the pressure's on Tyson Fury. Yeah. Because not only does he have to win, which he always did, and I don't see a way of him losing. Francis Ngannou is not really good at boxing. No. Not the most precise striker in MMA. So boxing is like those haymakers really aren't going to work. But now Tyson Fury can't get cut. He can't get hurt. What was a glorified sparring match where you could carry someone and be like, cool, we made our money, blah, blah, blah. Now you actually got to treat it like real rounds because they want to turn this around for December 23rd. So Tyson Fury might actually have to step on the gas and get a guy who's very friendly with out of here quick because he can't let that man mess up the money. Mm. The other side of this is, have you been paying attention to Alexander Usyk and his team? They've talked about they need a 12-week camp for this fight. We're, 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 more than 12, we're not more than 12 weeks away from December 23rd. No. So if they're really adamant about... For eight weeks. Exactly. So if, if Usyk hasn't started training yet, this fight's not happening December 23rd. And there'll just be more stuff for Fury to start talking shit about, blah, blah, blah. But I never thought it was really real to do a pay-per-view fight two days before Christmas. I always thought it was kind of silly. Makes no sense. Yeah. They can wait till January or February. In a way, he's fighting that week too. 
Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, but this is a pay-per-view. Yeah. Usyk in, in Fury is a pay-per-view. I don't necessarily see, unless, I mean, I know Usyk wants to fight, and unless Usyk's team is concerned that if they let it get away, they might, they don't get it back. If they're standing on this 12-week training camp thing, it was like four weeks pre-train, eight weeks training, and they, they need the time in Saudi Arabia. That ain't, that, that no. timelines don't match up. So, I'm not, <laughs> this fight is so dumb. Like, the more <laughs> I think about this, like, I was watching Francis and Gano hit the pads, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's not great. It Tyson's is- trying to show him shit. I'm like, yo, he's not going to do any of that in the ring. Yo, Saudi Arabia paid Mike Tyson to be there with Usyk. So it's like, I mean, with Usyk, with, with uh, Ngannou. It's not like Mike Tyson's really training Francis Ngannou. It's really Eric Nixick and Dewey Cooper. Yeah, which, as good of a trainer as they are, they are not boxing trainers. No, and they're not, dude. <laughs> like, we talk about the history of crossover fights and Conor McGregor and we talk about Anderson Silva fighting Julio Cesar Chavez, which was like the biggest win for an MMA fighter in a boxing ring, right? Yeah. It's win. I can't find another one. Even though Chavez Jr. was washed, had drug Doesn't problems, matter. was overweight, at least he was a former champion, right? But that's that's still the biggest win. Yep. Because Jake Paul didn't beat up a boxer. Tommy Fury beat up KSI. Well, he didn't beat him up. He beat KSI and Jake Paul. If you just run down the list of, of MMA fighters who try boxing, you know, somebody's going to run out there and say, Conor McGregor. No, no. He didn't win. He got carried and beat, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to win. That's the first point of this. You got to win to get in the conversation. So it's Anderson Silva against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., who sucks. Francis Ngannou's professional debut will be against the greatest heavyweight of this era. Tall tag. It's a big mountain to climb. It's the hardest since... Ever. It's bigger than that. Because the thing Ah. is, the thing is, I mean, it's not big. It's a bigger task to me for Ngannou because at least he has the puncher's chance, which everybody keeps saying, right? But you got to have technique. Connor did too. And you saw what Floyd did, just walk through all that shit. Yeah. It's technique, skill, all that. Everybody knew Floyd was going to win. But the the idea of, oh, maybe you can win floated away as soon as Floyd watched Connor, even though diehard MMA fans be like, no, he did well. He could, whatever. Most of these guys don't have a chance. And this fight is so dumb because we're all talking about it. And this is like one of the worst mismatches I've ever seen in sports. <laughs> like this is, this is as bad. So you're saying Francis has less of a chance if we had to make this look real. He has less of a chance than Connor did against Floyd. About the same. It's just, it's, the problem is like Floyd was at least little. Sure. Tyson's a giant. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a giant. the best heavyweight of our era. He punches hard. He moves like a lightweight. Like Floyd, at least you could try to use that punches argument. And again, you can use it with Francis as well. But at least you can say, well, Floyd's not very big. Yep. And Connor, you know, he's a little bit taller. Francis doesn't have any of the peripherals with, with Tyson. He's not taller. He's not younger. He's not big. Well, he might be bigger. I doubt it. Francis might come in about 280. No. He cuts to make two under the 265 weight limit. He's huge, but he's all muscle. 6'3", 280. That's six, a six. boy. He's 6'6"? They say he's between, like, I've never gotten a real read on this. I know he's bigger than 6'3". Really? Yeah. So he might be closer to he might be close to six four six five. They said six six, and I was like, I don't think he's the size of a shooting guard in the NBA. Yeah, 
He, but he doubted Tyson Fury's height. That's well, you can look at Tyson and see he's a giant. But all I'm saying is like all everything is against him. Mm-hmm. I can't think of another big mismatch. And I'm talking about like we've seen like Grambling got spanked by LSU this year, right? Like in college football. <laughs> but at least Grambling plays football. Yeah, yeah. Francis doesn't box. No. They say he strikes. No. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. And he has power. If you can hit in the batting case, can you hit a Max Scherzer fastball? Right? Can you yeah. hit a knuckleball by the late great Tim Wakefield? If you hitting in a batting case with the, the pitches coming the same, it's different. Oh, completely different. So I, I pose this question to you before we get into this. I said this, asked this on social media. I've gotten a lot of different responses. If Francis Ngannou beats Tyson Fury, is it the biggest upset in sports history? All of sports? All of sports. Yes, because of what you just said. Because it's someone who's not in that sport. Right. So there's like the miracle on ice, but both teams played hockey. They played the sport. Right? Like, They're professionals. This yes, is what yes. they do. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Olympic basketball team got upset, but the other team had pros they and played, played basketball. Sport. This is like being a track and field star and just swimming and beating Michael Phelps in his prime. Right. It just like, makes no sense. You'd be like, well, I swim in my backyard. Right. It's like, it doesn't equate. This is Simone Biles beating Coco Golf at the U.S. Open. Yes. Right? Like, this is just because you're I, at, this, talented at something. Yeah, you just, it, they don't equate. People say, well, they're punching it. But, dude, technique is so different. Yeah. I can't, like, people have said, well, there's been a bigger upset in sports. I was like, name them. Because even the, the biggest upset in boxing history, which is, recognized by a lot of people as one of the biggest upsets in sports was Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. Tyson. But Buster Douglas was a professional. Yes, he was. He right? worked his way to that heavyweight title. Yeah, he, 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 he didn't get a gift to do it. It wasn't his first fight. This is Francis Ngannou's first fight as a pro. And he's fighting Tyson Fury. Undefeated. Undefeated. Radio <laughs> heavyweight champ. Yeah, rose from the dead four times against Deontay Wilder. I cannot think if... if Tyson Fury gets knocked out. I told you, no one beats Tyson Fury. In my mind. I don't see it. I think Alexander Usyk will give him his best chance, but... And that might be a stinker for keeping it above. It could be, but Francis and Stinker of a chess match. So, so if it's the biggest upset in sports, then the next question becomes, what happens if it does happen? If Francis and Ganu beats Tyson Fury, what happens? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Did WBC order someone else for that belt? I mean, this is an unmitigated disaster. Tyson Fury never fights a legit boxer again. Dude. Maybe Anthony Joshua. But the Usyk train is gone. Undisputed is gone. I mean. It's not going to happen. Let's, I'm just let's saying. Let's start here. I just, this is why I'm bringing, I'm posing this Fury question. Fury can get dropped, run around. It's not official. It's not sanctioned. If for some reason, as long as he doesn't get knocked out cold, there's no way to win. Are there judges? Yes. This is a fight. It's just the title's not on the line. This shit don't matter. This is a fight. The, my point is... Is it sanctioned? It's going on the records? Yes. It's just not for the title. The WBC has allowed this to not be for the it's title. Ridiculous. WBC. It's ridiculous. They brought some Riyadh belt out there. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, if he gets dropped, he can get a, a voice. Francis ain't catching him I, twice. I'm just asking you. He got a spark knock him out. If he knocks him out, the sport of boxing is in shambles. Yes, we've never seen shit like that. Because then every MMA fighter on the planet is going to think they could beat a boxer. Yeah. They all think they have a chance. But then... None of them have a chance. They, they S- don't. Some of, the greatest, some of the greatest strikers we've seen in the sport. Anderson Silva. Yeah. Tyron Woodley. Sure. They couldn't beat Jake Paul. None of that will matter He's to anybody. He's not a real boxer. People will be like, fuck all that. Francis Ngannou would just beat Tyson Fury. Do you oh, believe it? I could do Sean anything. Sean O'Malley's like, yo, yo, Tank on the phone right now. Tank, Devin Haney going to try to fight them all. Right now. Ryan? I'm, I'm thinking this alternate. versus Ryan does numbers. I'm just thinking about this alternate universe where Francis Ngannou beats Tyson Fury. Dre's over here creating incursions. Oh, I'm watching I'm, a lot of Loki right yo, now. Yo, I'm, I'm black mirroring the fuck out of this. <laughs> Francis Ngannou beats Tyson Fury. Boxing is in shambles. Every UFC fighter on Dana White's roster wants out. Get me out of this deal. ASAP. If Sean O'Malley's immediately going to beg to fight Javante or Devin Haney. ASAP. Every fighter is going to try to have a box. It, it's going to mess up everything. I don't think, like, the it's so seismic. Dana's going to be pissed. Yo. Well, do for boxing, maybe. But then, but then the heavy, like, the heavyweight division? Oh, my God. Deontay Wilder, you might as well retire. You got beat by the guy who got beat by an MMA fighter. <laughs> Bruh. <sighs> but that's why this fight is stupid. <laughs> All that to say, this fight is so dumb. They made this into this big spectacle. And if we look at like the last time we had a heavyweight, a reigning heavyweight champion in like an exhibition fight, it was Muhammad Ali versus Antonio Inoki. Yeah. 
And that, and that fight, wasn't like And that fight sucked Yeah that wasn't like Some real shit No it wasn't But that was the last time That we had a reigning Heavyweight champion Do it And Ali had did it He had just come off A knockout win He, he went Fought Inoki a month later And then he was He had to fight Ken Norton Like four yeah. months after that But And he risked it Because he got blood clots In his legs Because Inoki kicked him A hundred and like <laughs> Nine times yeah. And it was an ugly fight But they made it and to, to date well, to that point in Ali's career was the highest purse he ever made. Six million dollars. Wow. That was his highest purse he ever made. Not the Frazier fights. None of that shit. He didn't make eight million until he fought Larry Holmes, I want to say, at the end of his career. So this is... Six mil went a long way back then. So people talk about like the TikTok era and social media era and this is why this is happening. No, this shit has been happening. People like they don't like substance. They like style. They yeah. like flash and flare. Like this fight has no reason to happen. But that being said, I'm okay with this fight. I get it. I, but that's my point. I get it. When Bob Aram, when we talked to Bob Aram at the Shakur Stevenson workout and Bob was like, he could make a hundred million dollars. Yep. I was like, all right, well, I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah. What I'm am I supposed too. to tell this man? Yeah. No, go fight Alexander Usyk for half of that. And in a fight you could lose. No. And he's going to fight him anyway. It's not like it deterred no. that from happening. Yeah. And that one has a, a dual rematch clause. So now you're looking at this. He's like, yo, I can make like 60 mil. Because really, Francis is not asking for a lot. No, he, Tyson might make 100 million off of this fight. That'd be insane. If he makes, let's lowball. He made 50 with Deontay. Let's lowball this. That's a real fight. He makes 60. Saudi. It is Saudi. I don't that know what he makes different. under the table. He makes 60. Give him 70. He signed with Usyk for a fight in Saudi. Yeah. Which now you got to pay me more. You paid me 70 to fight this guy who's not boxing. He's going to make like $200 million. Quick in a year. Yep. Usyk fight, Usyk rematch, 70, 80, 80. That's 230. That's Floyd yearly. That's lowballing. Lowballing. Quarter of a billy. Yep. We're never seeing him again. There's no... no Anthony Joshua. And that's if Anthony Joshua for some reason could beat Deontay Wilder. Oh, yeah. Tyson Fury will say, I made a half a bill, but I'm not good. I got to fight this. Man. Yeah, even if he doesn't fight Deontay, it's still like this massive fight that's sitting on the table. I think Tyson will want to make it. He'll want as it that big way. As it has to be, he yeah. wants it. No, I think he would want it that way. But the idea of fighting, and funny enough, no matter what happens, it's still not going to make the Saudi money, right? Because that fight's going to happen at Wembley. Yep. And, you know, you still make. Oh, they'll make they make a lot of money. Fifty. It, I mean, it won't be Saudi money, but they'll make a lot of money. Yeah, Joshua's getting. That's what I'm saying. Thirty. You got to split thirty-five with AJ. guaranteed yeah. anyway. He's still a star, but they, this is how much money these guys. This is what Tyson Fury is doing this for. He's a prize fighter. Well, he got to take sixty forty if they fight, though. Of course he does. I wouldn't be mad at him. I don't think I think Anthony Joshua would understand. That's the lineal reigning WBC heavyweight champion of the world. Off of two huge pay per views. Got to you know. This is what the fans want. I got to take risk. Yeah, we'll go for it. If I lose, fuck it. Man just was in a <laughs> in a dark room for three days and, and went and trained with Derrick James again. Like he's doing the Yuri Pahaska shit. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Whatever but, works, man. This fight, I that keep dark saying, dark room gonna strengthen his chin, bro. No, this fight. <laughs> but back to this fight. This fight is so dumb. Like we're we're doing a podcast about a fight that shouldn't happen. No, the undercard's not great. The undercard stinks. I think uh, Joseph Parker might be on it. I think Joseph Parker is on it. The only person I want to see, but it's an early fight. Yeah, it's really good. I think that I just saw that the main they're trying to walk the main at two. 
Our yeah. time. Two or three our time. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean. We got wrestling to watch. Yeah. But it's like, damn. Japan, so that's good. I just, because anybody that goes, I just hope it's a good fight. You're just lying to yourself. No, you don't. None no. of these fights are ever good. No, no. Like, you know, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. What is a good fight? Back and forth action, drama. No, we're not getting any of that. We're not getting one way traffic sometimes is a fun fight. Yeah. I'm here for the squash. Me too. And I hope and I but this is so but getting it's too friendly for me to see a squash happen. Cause again, mm. when they first was that the Dillian White fight, I think. Well, and he fought they fought Derek Sword. No, yeah, but after Dillian White is when Ngano gets yeah. in the ring. Yeah. And they're chummy and buddy buddy, and yeah. and Ghana was still heavyweight champion. Tyson Fury, the two best, baddest men in the world. It was smiles all around. Sure, even this fight week. Yeah, you know, Big John doing Big John shit. <laughs> oh, Big John Fury standing in the middle of the, this, middle of the- with his shirt off, <laughs> taking up the whole goddamn screen. I was like, why is his shirt off? White ass John Fury. He's nuts, man. <laughs> He's the best, and he has the Hulk Hogan stash right now. Yeah, I was like, this motherfucker. He looks like a legitimate retired Hulk pro wrestler. Does not care. But zero fucks here. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I don't think the whole that, all that friendly shit is going out the window when the bell rings. Right? Really? Yeah, Tyson's got to take care of business. I don't think... So if I'm a betting man, right? You can't bet this fight straight up because the odds are ridiculous. Yeah. You can't win any money betting on Tyson Fury. The only way you can win money on Tyson Fury is if you bet what round he knocks him out in. Or the window of rounds. The exact round. <laughs> yeah. So Probably the, the exact round is needed. It's like, I think if you bet rounds one to two, it's like a plus 420 I've seen. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. And I think three three and four is like a plus 270. Something, it's, it's something like that. But that's the best way to bet. I don't foresee Tyson Fury allowing this fight to get out of the fourth round. Because I don't think there's... You don't want to give a guy who holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest punch ever uh, recorded no. to have an opportunity. At all. Just beat the shit out of him. You already got your, you got your bag. Got all these people there. They did the same thing when Mike Tyson fought Michael Spinks. Everybody showed up. Michael Spinks was scared as shit. Michael Spinks was really good. Like, people talk about Mike Tyson steamrolling Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks was a light heavyweight champion, moved up to heavyweight, beat Larry Holmes, and then was like, oh, you're fighting Mike Tyson. Michael Spinks was scared out of his fucking mind. <laughs> but Mike Tyson went in there and he... I mean, Mike Tyson is also a killer. But he looked at Michael Spinks' food, and then, you know, 86 seconds later, he killed that man. Yep. 
I don't see Tyson Fury allowing Francis to do much of anything. Because like you said, you don't want him to get cut. No, that that's the biggest thing. You can't risk that. No headbutts. You don't want anything. You don't want him to get close. You don't want him to break a rib. Like anything can happen with a guy who punches that hard. So I think this fight ends within four rounds. He's not going to starch him clean out. I hope he'll find a way for the ref to stop it. He's going to try to get Francis to at least save face. Why? Because that's just, yo, we're just making money together, man. You made your money, now die. That's how I look at it. At this point, you got to tell Francis, like, yo, you know why we're here. You low-key got to roll over. Now, Francis wants to win. If you're coming to win, you're going to force me to bust your ass. There is no way Francis is coming to this fight to lose. There's no way. That dude was digging mines in Africa with his bare hands. You think that fool's coming out here to lose? I don't know. He, like, he, yes, he's getting the bag. But this is his <coughs> lifelong dream. He doesn't want to get embarrassed. The only way you're going to get embarrassed is if you come in here and really try to beat me. Dog. Are you going to force me to put these paws on? That's what you got to so do. So let's just get through this. Nah, I got this fight coming up. Go out on your shield. You got to go for it. <laughs> you have, dog, you have to. You should just talk to Dewey Cooper. I did. I hope you didn't tell him to tell his fighter this. <laughs> no, Dewey was more like, you know, I mean, Dewey just kind of explained. Is he like, realistic? No. No trainer, like, no trainer is going to go, yeah, my fighter's about to get fucked up and I'm about to get this bag too. <laughs> like, no trainer's going to do that. But Dewey knows that's what's about to happen. The best thing he could do is like, how do I get him the least fucked up as possible? So I train him properly. Try to teach him some defense. This happens. This is what you do. And that's about it. But no, I don't think Eric Nixon and Dewey Cooper are going to be like, yo, uh, spar with him. Because it's not like Tyson Fury is a little dude. He's 6'9", no. yeah. damn near 300 pounds. No. Them punches are going to hurt. We going in here for one reason only. Yeah, like, Take his head off. We got to. That's the only chance we got. That's it. <laughs> Swing. Because at least if you go for it and you get knocked out, people go, ah, at least you tried. Then you go back to your little PFL time and, you know, people are paying attention to you. But if you put out a stinker, fans ain't really going to want to see you again. No. So just go out there, throw the hardest punch you can, close your eyes, hope for the best. Close if you miss, eyes. who closed their eyes through a punch? Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling <laughs> threw that punch, closed his eyes, said shit, and then just waited for it to come back and Sean O'Malley killed him. France needs to do the same thing. Just go out on your shield. Don't spar with that, man. He's going to beat you up. Yeah. He's Tyson Fury. It's going to be quick. Then. Have I mentioned that this fight is stupid? <laughs> yeah, this fucking fight is so dumb. It's only stupid because Usyk is signed now. Now it's like, what are we doing? I'm just, in general, there's no... Waiting for it, like not knowing if they're going to fight, then I get it. There's, I'm just saying, there's no reason that this, this fight should be getting this kind of attention. There's a lot more ways for shit to go wrong in this fight yeah. than it is for stuff to go right. I just... Bro, tell me... If you are a matchmaker and you're trying to make the big, the biggest and best fight possible, I just want to know the scenario where Fury and Ngannou was interesting. Like if I didn't cover this fight, I wouldn't pay for it. It just had to be interesting to Saudi. Well, okay, it's interesting to them. That's all they needed. If you're as an attraction, mm-hmm. like we watch this fight because this is what we do, right? Yep. I'm conditioned to watch everything that crosses my screen. Every single. I like car accidents. I like good fights. I like bad fights. I like boxing. But this fight is going to get more attention than most really good fights. Like, oh, Shaq Foster's fighting this weekend and nobody cares. Right? 
Jan Beck fought not too long ago and nobody cared. But everybody Serrano's. cares. Yeah, Serrano fights Friday in the first yeah. three-minute round. Twelve. They're fighting twelves, right? Twelves. Twelve three threes. minute round. Yeah. So shout out to them. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, like, women's boxing never goes back. All these things are happening, but yeah, we're all talking about a fight where it don't matter. One guy has no chance. Yeah, but you're acting like this new. We saw this with Floyd and Connor. Oh, I know. And that I'm was just a saying. bigger spectacle. But that's what even then I call that fight ridiculous. You right? Because I was like, the this is dumb. Time. This is the dumbest fight. This should never happen. And it happened. We're telling people to put their entire savings on Floyd. Yes. Ago. I put all your money. There was no way Connor had a chance to win that fight. I made a lot of money that night. <laughs> and I don't bet on boxing, but I knew it. When I saw the under, I was like, oh, I'm betting the under. He ain't carrying him that long. And he and I nailed it. But it was like most people made money on that fight. There was no fair, reason. You nailed it by like half a round. I know, but we could see it coming. Like around seven, <laughs> yeah. you could see Connor slowing down. I was like, oh, this shit ain't lasting longer. And I was like, that was the main way to make money off of that fight. And Floyd tried to bet it at the end. And it, it got turned away. <laughs> he tried to bet the under, and I was like, "How you gonna bet on yourself?" But I low key feel like that should be allowed. It should be if I if I believe in my skills that much. Yeah, hundred percent. The other side of that is maybe pay the other motherfucker to take a dive too, and now we're all rich, right? Yeah, that's true. But that fight shouldn't have happened. It was ridiculous. It happened, but it was like a one once in a lifetime type of thing at that point because we hadn't seen like nobody cares about James Tony and Randy Couture. That happened, and nobody gave a shit. No. Ray Mercer had some success, you know, in, in MMA. We had never seen nothing of that magnitude, but we've seen it now. We've seen plenty of these MMA fighters try boxing and get doused in flames and burnt up. And now we got, there's interest in Francis and Gano and Tyson Fury. This is crazy to me. Like, Take the money and run. We are a, we're dumb as a society. Take it and run. <laughs> people want, people, as long as you have a puncher's chance, people believe you have a chance. I don't know why. I don't know why. Either. Until somebody proves me wrong, I don't know why. Every every upset I've ever mentioned is against a skilled athlete. Yep. Every athlete, every upset in sports, Duke beating the UNLV running Rebels in 91, they were <laughs> trained athletes in that particular sport. Like, what's the biggest upset in sports? Tight. That's right. Right. Buster Douglas wasn't a bum. It's not happening. It's this, not this, happening. This is crazy. Yeah. This is like the Globetrotters <laughs> beating the Denver Nuggets right now. I bet mean, at least you those Globetrotters play basketball. Kind I know of. I know it's not the same kind basketball. Of. See? At least Francis Ngannou wears gloves. Yeah, but he don't even wear the same gloves. <laughs> yeah. They weigh four to six ounce gloves. That's as close as we get, though. Globetrotters versus NBA champions. And it's not like Francis Ngannou's coming to this fight undefeated. No. He's, he's lost. He lost to Steve Miocic the first time. Yeah. Did he get take better? Down, sure. But he couldn't knock him out. It's not like Francis Ngannou has a 100% knockout rate, right? No. He didn't knock out Derek uh, Lewis either. He didn't knock out Cyril Gunn. No. But we we're supposed to believe he's going to knock out Tyson Fury. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you... I just want to see... One, I want to see Drake bet on Francis Ngannou. Oh, we just got, need that to... He's got to get one right. seal it. Uh, no, no. He got to continue to lose it. Not on... He's not going to bet on Tyson Fury. There's no money there. I need to see him drop 500K on Francis. Uh, and two, I want to see the normal people who are actually betting on Francis and taking a flyer, like dropping a G on Francis. Because at this point, I'm like, I'll just take the G. Yeah. You'll catch me on vacation again. I'm going to go wherever Nick went in Columbia. Like, you, you won't see me for a week. Like, just give me the G and we out of here. So it's, it's ridiculous, but somebody's betting on Francis. 
Somebody believe. Somebody just likes throwing their money in the trash. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how this plays out. Hopefully no cuts, no nothing. Usa gets in the ring. We get all that good content. We get a legit boxing match. Uh, hopefully by the end of the year, which I don't think, but early January seems like the play for that to happen. In the meantime, though, shout out to everyone here. Blue Wire Studios, Wind Resort in Las Vegas. We appreciate you guys. Always holding it down. Follow us on social media, wherever you guys listen to podcasts as well. Like and subscribe. Thank you very much for myself, for the old man Andres Hill. Till next time, we're out. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.